Guadalupe Radio presents Christ Lives, the podcast. First chapter, In the Beginning. An angel announces the birth of John the Baptist to an old priest named Zachariah. That same angel appears later to a young woman named Mary. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This was the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. In Him was life, and life was the light of mankind. And God planted a garden and told Adam and Eve they could eat from all trees but one, the tree of knowledge. But because of the devil's envy and the disobedience of man and woman, death entered the world. There was in the days of Herod, king of Judea, a priest named Zechariah. His wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They had no children, and both were far advanced in years. Fear not, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. You will both have great joy and feel gladness at his birth, and many will rejoice with you, for he will be one of the Lord's great men. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. He will precede the coming of the Lord, readying people for his arrival, and he will soften their hearts to become like children, preparing them to receive the Lord. And who can assure me this? For I am old, and my wife is well stricken in years. I am Gabriel, and I stand in the very presence of God. It was He who sent me to you with this good news. And now, because you did not believe my words, you are to be stricken silent, unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly come true at the right time. And Zechariah became mute. His wife conceived and went into seclusion for five months. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a young virgin girl engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of the house of David. And her name was Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is Blessed you amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb.
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you, for you are blessed among women. Don't be frightened, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. How will this be? For no man has known me. The Holy Spirit will come, and the power of God will rest upon you. The Holy Child to be born will be called the Son of God. Furthermore, your cousin Elizabeth has conceived a son in her old age, and she, who was called barren, is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible for God. I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to do whatever He wants. May everything you said come true. In those days, Mary, having risen up, hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered the home of Zechariah and greeted her cousin Elizabeth. Shalom. Oh, Mary, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. What an honor this is, that the mother of my Lord should visit me. When you came in and greeted me, the instant I heard the sound of your voice, my baby moved inside me from joy. You believe that God would do what he said, and that is why he is giving you this wonderful blessing. Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of his humble servant, and now, generation after generation forever, shall call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name, for his mercy goes on from generation to generation to all who honor him. And Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months and then went back to her own home. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to her son. Her neighbors and relatives rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. They wanted to name him after his father, Zechariah, but the mother spoke up and said, No, his name is John. John? But why? There's no one among your relatives who has that name. Zechariah, what name will you give him? He wrote something on the tablet. Oh, look, here it says that his name is John. My wife is right. His name is John. And in that instant, Zechariah could speak again. His tongue set free, and he began praising and blessing God. In those days, Caesar Augustus, the Roman emperor, issued a decree that a census should be taken throughout the whole empire. This was the first census that took place when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee into Judea, unto the city of David, 
which is called Bethlehem, because he was a descendant of the house and family of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to him in marriage and was now expecting a child. And Mary gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the village inn. Sleep, my baby, my sweetheart, for it is night. Sleep, my baby, my sweetheart, for it is same region, there were shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them in all his resplendor. Don't be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy, for today in the city of David, a Savior was born, the Messiah, your Lord. You will recognize him by this sign. Find the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth. Goodwill toward men. Suddenly, there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly beings praising God. When the angels were gone, the shepherds hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. And after they had seen the child, they told his parents what the angels had said about him. And all those that heard marveled and wondered, amazed at the stories told by the shepherds. Mary treasured all these things, dwelling deeply on them in her mind, wondering what it meant and pondered them in her heart. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem at the Feast of the Passover. And when Jesus turned 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. When the days of celebration ended, they started their travel back home, not realizing that the boy had remained in Jerusalem. Thinking he was somewhere in the caravan with family and friends, they went from caravan to caravan searching anxiously for him. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. Jesus! Jesus, my son, where are you? Jesus! But they didn't find him. And after three days of searching, they discovered him in the temple, sitting among the doctors and the religious teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who 
heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they too were amazed. My child, why have you done this to us? Why have you treated us like this, my son? Your father and I have been anguishing, anxiously searching for you, looking for you. Why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? My son, my love, truthfully, I do not understand your words, what you mean. And Jesus returned with them to Nazareth and was obedient to them. Mary, for her part, kept all these things in her heart, carefully treasuring all these incidences in her memory. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in grace before God and man. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being Tetriarch of Galilee, and Caphas being the high priest, the word of God came unto John, the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And he came into the region of the river Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Crowds of people were coming to be baptized by John, and he would say to them, A voice is shouting from the barren desert, Prepare a road for the Lord to travel on. Widen the pathway before him, and then all mankind will see the Savior sent from God. I only baptize you with water, but one mightier than I will be coming soon. He has far higher authority than I do. In fact, I am not even worthy to untie his sandal straps. He will baptize you with fire, with the Holy Spirit. He will separate chaff from grain and burn up the chaff with eternal fire and store away the grain. You! Who are you? Are you Elias? No, no I am not. Well then, who are you? Are you the prophet? Give us an answer so we can take it to those who have sent us. I am not the Messiah, but the one that was sent before him. And what do you mean by that? What can you tell us about yourself? If you're not the prophet, nor Elias, why do you baptize? And Jesus came to Galilee, to the Jordan, to be baptized by him. Here he is! Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I spoke. Lord. You come to me? I should be the one baptized by you. Let us do it this way, so that we comply with what is written. And John accepted. Once baptized, Jesus came out of the water. At that moment, the heavens opened, and the Spirit of God descended like a dove upon him. At the same time, a voice from heaven was heard saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Jesus was then taken by the Holy Spirit to the desert to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. If you are the Son of God, command this stone that it may be made bread. It is written that man shall not live on bread alone, 
but by every word of God. And the devil took him to the highest mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the earth in an instant. I will give you all this power and the glory of these kingdoms, for they are mine to give to anyone I wish, if you will only get down on your knees and worship me. All shall be yours. No! Get away from me, Satan! Because it is written, you shall not adore anyone but God, and only him you shall serve. And he took him to Jerusalem, and put him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off from here. The scriptures say that God will send his angels to guard you and to keep you from crashing to the pavement below. The scriptures also say, Do not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil was done with his temptations, he left him for a while. Walking by the Sea of Galilee, Jesus saw two brothers, Simon and Andrew, his elder brother. They were fishermen and were casting their nets in the sea. Jesus looked deeply into Simon's eyes. You are Simon, son of John, but you will be called Peter. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Instantly, they left their nets and followed him. He saw two other brothers nearby who were patching their nets, James, son of Zebedee, and John, his younger brother. And he called them, and they instantly left their father and their boat and followed him, and others joined him. Come, come, follow me. His name is Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph. Follow me, Bartholomew, and you will see. (laughs) Something good can come out of Nazareth? (laughs) Teacher, teacher, I too want to be a fisherman of men. Follow me, Thaddeus, follow me. Who is he? I already told you, his name is Jesus. Hurry and follow me, he's the son of Joseph, the carpenter. Days later, a wedding in Cana of Galilee was being observed, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there to celebrate. Jesus and his disciples were invited as well. It happened that the wine prepared for the wedding ran out, Mary, his mother, approached her son and said, My son, they have no more wine. Woman, what is it to me? It's not our business. My time has not come yet. But his mother looked at him and then told the servants, Do everything he tells you to do. There were six stone jars there, according to the rite of purification observed by the Jews. And in each one, there were two or three pitchers. Fill the jars with water to the top, and then take them to the wine master. When the wine master tasted the water, now converted to wine, but the servants never told him of the miracle, he called the groom. All men serve the best wine first, and when finished, they serve the more inferior wine. But, But you have reserved the best wine till now. This was the beginning of Jesus' mission, and many believed in him. His fame spread throughout the surrounding land. He taught in synagogues and was glorified by all. He traveled all over Syria and Galilee, 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom of love and goodness. And he healed all diseases and pains in the towns that he traveled to. They brought him all those who were suffering, afflicted by various diseases, torments, paralyzed children, men and women with leprosy, and he would heal them without judgment. Many followed him from Galilee to Decapolis, from Jerusalem to Judea, and from the other side of Jordan. And everyone tried to touch him because healing power would come from him and he would heal everyone. Twelve of his disciples became his apostles. Simon, whom he called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James, the eldest, and his younger brother, John, the sons of Zebedee, whom Jesus called sons of thunder, Philip and Bartholomew, Matthew, called Levi, Thomas, called Didymo, which meant twin, James, son of Alphaeus, and his brother, Judas Thaddeus, Simon of Cananeo, called Zealot, and last, Judas Iscariot. End of first chapter. If you like our show, don't forget to tell your friends. Please give us a five-star rating, a review, and support our show by visiting and donating through our website at ChristLives.LA. Christ Lives, the podcast is an original production by Guadalupe Radio with the participation of Father Sean Aaron and special performances by Adi Dario, Peter Mendoza, Sal Lopez, Andres Londono, Alexis Santiago, Efraín Figueroa, Cynthia Dane, Maritzel Carrero, Kerry Casmira Wickstream, Camilo Gonzalez, Gloria Laino and Denise Plasor, Soprano Juliet Plasor, Photography by Sonia Ruiz, Graphic Design by Martha Naranjo, Recording Gerardo Nevares, Editor Juan Andres Matos, Original Music by Maestro Marcos Loya, Script Production and Direction by Denise Plasor, Executive Producer and Director René Heredia, Christ Lives, the podcast. All rights reserved.